This is the only podcast that gives you a 20-minute guarantee. Give us 20 minutes of your life, and if you're not completely satisfied, you'll you'll get get your your minutes back. back. No No questions questions asked. It's a minor detail podcast. We're already seeing employers, large and small, stepping up to meet this historic moment. The grocery store Kruger offered employees $100 to get vaccinated. It helped push the vaccination rates from 50% to 75% among their associates. Patty Young owns a hair salon in Springfield, Ohio. She's also dedicated to getting her customers and employers vaccin- employees vaccinated that when they leave the saloon, the receptionist helps sign you or your family up to get a COVID vaccine and where to get it. All right, there's the uh, president today <laughs> talking about vaccine. A lot to unpack there. First of all, I didn't know that the uh, grocery store Kruger's, as he called it, uh, is giving people 100 bucks if they get vaccinated. Isn't uh, Mr. Kruger, that's the guy who George Costanza worked for. I think he went to the Festivus celebration with George, Mr. Kruger. So evidently, he's handing out cash. And then, of course, uh, that woman there, she will get you signed up for a vaccination when you leave the saloon, which is great. We talked about this the other day. Budweiser is actually paying for your first beer when you go to the bar or the saloon, as Joe tells us there. When uh, you get your shot, they're paying for your first beer. Budweiser is. So there you go. Getting uh, vaccinated is just paying off everywhere. Well, welcome, everybody. It's a Minor Detail Podcast. It is Wednesday, the 21st. Hope everybody's had a great day today. Well, there's a lot to uh, get to today. I'll tell you why I will not get to today. I will not be talking about the Derek Chauvin trial. That will not be discussed. There's nothing that I could tell you that you haven't already heard ad nauseum. You couldn't turn on the TV without hearing about it all day yesterday and then all day today. I tried to get up and watch TV this morning and it was the lead story on ESPN, which I'm not sure why it was the lead story on a sports channel, but it was. So I ended up uh, watching an old rerun of Last Man Standing. Tim Allen did not bring up the trial whatsoever, which I appreciated him for. We'll cover everything going on else in the world. Um, I would love to get into my banking situation. (laughs) Oh, man. If you guys have listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I am at war with my bank, the bank that I'm trying to get away from. Trying to get away from is the key there. And it's just gotten crazier and crazier to the point today I finally had it. They broke a record today, did my bank. This is the bank that's owned by the world's largest retailer. It's Walmart's very own bank. Uh, Today they broke a record. The record had been five times they bounced me from basement dweller to basement dweller because their lobbies aren't open. They uh, bounced me around six times today, and six was my limit. And so I finally went through the drive-thru today and said, I want my money and a cashier's check right now. I'm done. So now I have a big, fat cashier's check. Tried to take it and open it at a new bank. And guess what? That bank's lobbies were closed. So I am searching for a bank whose lobbies are open. Uh, I believe I've said this before. It's time to get back to work. Some place that is open, that is the doghouse in Miami, Oklahoma. Jennifer White is going to be on the show with us today. If you have not been following this story, there are some restaurants in Miami, Oklahoma, which has become one of my favorite towns in the world. I go there a lot now during my duties as the 
said Duty. Duties as the uh, play-by-play voice of the NEO Golden Norseman. And uh, there's a story that I, I think I helped start because uh, I was the first one that got on social media and started talking about how you could pay it forward. I paid a hamburger steak meal forward. You pay for it. They put the ticket up on the wall. And if somebody cannot pay for their meal, they can come in, they can take a ticket off the wall, and their meal is paid for. It's awesome. Well, she did it at the Dog House, which is a great hot dog panini nacho place in downtown Miami. Then another restaurant in town started it, and then another, and then another. And now restaurants all over Miami, Oklahoma are putting up these giving walls. I'm trying to get it started here in my area. So far, nobody has bit yet. I've even said if somebody will put it up on the wall, I'll come in and I'll pay for the first five meals. That hasn't happened yet. I'm waiting for somebody to take me up on that. But I'm going to talk to Jennifer White today on the podcast. She runs the doghouse. She's amazing. This thing has gotten so big that NBC Nightly News came to town and did a story about it. It's just uh, just amazing. So we'll have her on today. We'll do 10 After Laughter. And uh, we'll do a little music history. And again, I'll tell you about this cool new thing with music uh, that is going on. All right. uh, A lot of things to cover here real quick. You know, the NFL draft is coming up on the 29th, so it's eight days away. Justin Fields is the quarterback from Ohio State. Great player. Looks like he will be drafted most likely uh, in the top five. Well, we said most likely, but now we find out that his doctors have confirmed he has epilepsy. What an unbelievable bad break for this guy. Now, that doesn't mean somebody still might not take a shot. His doctors say that he'll outgrow it. But if you're an NFL team, are you going to take a shot on that? Um, All right, uh, some Taylor Swift news. Let's get to this. This is cool. Taylor's back in the studio. Fearless, by the way, her new album hits number one on Billboard's Top 200 chart. It's her third new number one album in less than a year. And she says she's already back in the studio working on another one. Now, if you don't know about this story, Taylor's music was all purchased from her record label, Big Machine, by Justin Bieber's uh, manager. Okay, And I I said a long time ago, I would not mention his name on the podcast because he's an idiot. So he then turned around and sold her music to a bunch of guys, foreign guys. So she lost all of her original music. So she said, I'm going to go back and re-record all of my albums, re-release them with a few changes, and then, yeah, then I get all that. Brilliant. So she's done it with uh, Fearless, and now she's already back in the studio, and she's uh, getting ready for uh, another opportunity to do that. So that's uh, pretty cool. All right, we talked about this on social media yesterday. Taco Bell. Everybody has these plastic sauce packages in their drawer laying around. Well, you don't know what to do with them once they're squeezed to death. Once you've squeezed every just milli-ounce out of that package... And you know you do it. You lay it on the counter, and you get something heavy, and you try to squeeze out every little bit you can to put on your Doritos, Locos, Tacos, whatever you're going to have. Well, these things, of course, end up in the landfills, the plastic. Well, Taco Bell said more than 8 billion of these sauce packets are used every year in the U.S. Think about that, 8 billion. I could go in here right now in my drawer, and I think I've got at least 100. Because you never take them back. 
because you're going to end up using them because they've got a shelf life like something the caveman would have. I think the shelf life of a Taco Bell sauce packet and the shelf life of a Twinkie are about the same. Uh, You should store all of those for your survival kits, okay? So 700 million metric tons of plastic are going to pollute the environment by 2040. So they're uh, teaming up with a company called TerraCycle, and they're going to make it where you can send in your old packets after they're empty. They're even going to pay for the shipping. Now, they haven't said how they're going to do that, but they're going to pay for your shipping. They hope by 2024, packaging used by its customers will be fully recyclable, compostable, or reusable across all of its 7,000 global locations. So get ready. Keep your packets. Get, get them ready to send off because they haven't told us where you can send them yet, but eventually you'll be able to send those off, which is pretty cool. All right, so Sunday, we didn't talk a lot about the uh, ACMs because, again, nobody watched them. Luke Bryan won the biggest award, Entertainer of the Year, grand finale of the award, and it's his third ever trophy in that category, one in 2014, one in 2015. Well, Luke, of course, currently judged on American Idol, was not there to accept the award because he has COVID. In his speech, he said he was amazingly surprised by the win. Well, when the ACM announced Luke's win on their Instagram account, fans lost their minds. I mean, lost their minds. Some said, did they mix up the Lukes by chance? They were thinking Luke Combs should have won. Uh, Some said the people counting the votes for the ACM were the same people who counted the votes in the 2020 election. Well, that's a little harsh. But very... Very few people were happy about Luke winning. And I was the one who said they shouldn't even have that award because nobody entertained during 2020. Everybody was stuck at home. Nobody was on the road. So why didn't you just cancel the award? That was my thing. So Luke's getting beat up for that. And I kind of feel sorry for him because it's not his fault that he won. Now, he could have said, sorry, I'm not going to accept it. I didn't do anything except catch COVID. But... He accepted it anyway, so there you go. Then, of course, you know about Pat Sajak giving away the answer to one of the puzzles. And there are people who are saying, maybe it's time that Pat, maybe think about doing something else. Maybe he slipped a little. I don't know about that. But he did give away a clue accidentally. The answer was, quite frankly, that's what they were trying to guess. And he said, well, I'd rather be standing here than there, quite frankly, as the person stared at the puzzle. (laughs) Well, Jeffrey, the contestant, was unable to properly name the phrase. Pat's longtime co-host, Vanna, called him out on the slip, saying, Did you hear what you said? I did. He said, right after I said it. I wonder how many people at home caught it. Well, evidently, Jeffrey didn't, because he still didn't get it right. (laughs) That was one of the greatest things to happen on a game show in a long time. All right, let's get to 10 After Laughter. I'll let this guy introduce himself. Hi, my name is Blake Clark. I'm from Georgia originally. And, uh, well, thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) I didn't start the place. I was just born there, okay? I'm also a Vietnam vet. Thank you very much. I didn't start the place. (laughs) I just fought there. I, uh, I was born and raised in Georgia, and I fought in Vietnam. It's kind of like being punished for the same thing twice. <laughs> I used to have flashbacks <laughs> in Vietnam. So. I've lived out here for about uh, eight years now, almost eight years, and 
Coming from Georgia to Los Angeles, I I didn't grow up in a big city. I grew up in uh, in the rural parts of Georgia. Everybody thinks Southerners are stupid. I'm here to prove that. People, <laughs> that's why I dress this way. I, uh, no, people think Southerners are stupid. In fact, when I first moved out here, I still had Georgia tags on my car. Now, this is a big mistake. You drive in any big city outside the South with Georgia tags on your car, you might as well put a big blinking sign on the back that says, Geeks in Review, okay? <laughs> because people ride by, they always do this, when they pass the car and they see the Georgia tags, they do this. They look over in the car. Like they expect to see pigs and goats and farm animals in the back, you know? Like Granny and Jethro and Jed and Ellie Mary are gonna be sitting back here. I don't know why. And they're always yelling at you if you have Georgia tags on your car. Which is better than shooting at you. But they always, this has happened. I was at... That's amazing. I was at... Oh, uh, hell. You, what you got there? See, you got one of these you uh, joints in there. And that's right. Turns like that. <laughs> See, Georgians always do that. They always explain. See, you know what that is? You know what that is right there? That's a mic stand. <laughs> yep. Took me five years to figure out how to... You turn this thing right here. That's what you <laughs> <laughs> and another thing you guys have out here, <laughs> you have out here in Los Angeles that we don't seem to find necessary in the South. And usually in restaurants, a sign over the door that says, these doors to remain unlocked during business hours. <laughs> By God, that's brilliant in the making, folks. I, I, I tell you, uh, kind of makes me wonder, though, how long were these people in business wondering where their customers were <laughs> before this occurred to them? Maybe we should unlock the doors, dude. <laughs> I think that's easier than giving everyone keys. Anyway. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, there's uh, Blake Clark uh, today on 10 After Laughter. All right, so a couple of weeks ago on social media, I posted a picture of a wall of a restaurant in Miami, Oklahoma, where they take tickets that people can put up there and pay forward meals. I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Well, this thing has grown and grown and grown. Now they have a second wall in that place that is for veterans. And it got so big that NBC Nightly News came to Miami, Oklahoma and did a story about it. Now, the restaurant that started all of this was a place called The Dog House there in Miami. And the lady who runs The Dog House, she's amazing. Her name is Jennifer White. And she joins us today here on the podcast. Jennifer, I got to ask you, first of all, how did the whole idea of this giving wall uh, how did that all come about? Yeah, so I was talking with Sandy Williams about putting a coat rack up here because we were going to get some winter weather, winter weather in. And um, she actually tagged me the same night in a post where somebody else had done it. And I said, she said, this seems right up your alley. And I said, let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> and so I came in and started it and it just took off from there. So for those who don't know, you have this wall where people can come in and they can buy their meal, but then they can also say, look, I want to go ahead and pay it forward and buy a meal for someone else. Is that uh, kind of the gist of it? Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Um, customers can either call in over the phone or come into the restaurant and purchase a meal or two for the wall, however many they'd like. And then somebody that's in need of a hot meal can come in, grab a ticket off the wall, have a seat and enjoy their meal with no judgment, no questions asked. I got to tell you, it's amazing because the first time I saw it, I was... Uh, uh, down the street at Zach's and I saw it there. And then when I came to your place, there it was again. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is unbelievable. This thing has been spreading like crazy. And how did you know yeah. you were going how did you know you were going to get on national TV? I had no idea that that was going to happen, but it's 
really thanks to our awesome community. I had the wall up the next morning, and then within, I think, six hours, uh, Zach started theirs. And within another 24 hours, Montana Mike started. Wow. So it just shows how awesome our community is. Yeah, and then the other places, there's, there's I, I guess, some in the in neighboring communities that have started to try to do it. I'm actually here in Arkansas where I'm at. I'm actually going to try to get this same thing, uh, this same thing going here. So people can actually call you, and you've had people from other countries, right? Yes, we had a gentleman from Australia call us yesterday to donate some meals, and we've had some people up in New York City, a couple of different folks from there called and donated meals to the wall as well. It's just amazing. Now, you haven't even been open that long, uh, what, just since about the first of the year? Uh, we opened in September okay. of wow. last year, so still pretty new. Yeah, and i got to ask you, while I've got you, the pandemic, I mean, what what has that done for you guys? I mean, you, and first of all, i got to ask you this, opening a restaurant during a pandemic, that doesn't seem like a smart idea, but you've done that. Yeah, so I actually left into the spot at a pretty good pretty good price due to the pandemic um and we've had some limitations when it comes to seating um social distancing making sure that we're sanitizing everything um but other than that we haven't encountered too many obstacles you know folks around here seem to be ready and willing to get out and get about their normal life people love hot dogs but you're not just hot dogs i want to tell everybody you got nacho you got all kinds of good stuff there yes we've got gourmet hot dogs paninis Sliders, soup, salads, all sorts of stuff. Well, I'm a native Okie, and I had kind of gotten away from Miami over the years until I started doing this football gig uh, there at NEO. And now that I come back to NEO and I come back to Miami a lot, it's really a great little town. Yes, it is. And like I said, we only have eight tables in our restaurant, and our we have had to extend to a second wall a couple of times now just from the generosity that this community provides. Well, Jennifer, I got to tell you, it's fantastic. And I think this is something that should spread all over the country. It's easy for people to do when they come up and they buy their meal. They can just say, hey, go ahead and slap one of those up there for me. And and again, if uh, if they want to call in, give them the uh, give them the number where they can call. Yeah. So the phone number here, if somebody's interested in calling and making a donation via the phone, they can call 918-919-3298. And you'll take that over the phone and you'll put it up there on the wall and then somebody can come in. Now, how many people come in and actually take advantage of that as far as taking a meal? Yeah, so, I mean, it's daily. We had probably, I want to say, almost 10 people come in today during lunch and get one. Wow, that's fantastic. And again, you got it's got to make you feel good when you see that. Oh, for sure. It just, you know, definitely makes me proud of just where I'm from and the community around here how much they got out of their way to just help their neighbors. Now, Ottawa County is an amazing place, and that town is a great place, and uh, you're wonderful to do that. Hey, uh, Jennifer, thanks a lot, and uh, continued good luck. Yeah, thank you so much. Have a good day. Have a good day. That's Jennifer White. She owns the Dog House in Miami, Oklahoma. That is where the giving wall started. And again, if you'd like to call there and have some meals put up on the giving wall, you can call 918 918- Again, 918-919-3298. You can call and say, hey, put some uh, meals up there on the giving wall. Awesome. All right, that's going to wrap it up today on the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Now, tomorrow is Earth Day. I am not some wacko environmentalist by any means, but I think, you know, Earth Day is pretty cool. 
So tomorrow, we are going to do a spinning class on Earth Day, and it's all going to be songs about Mother Earth. I think you'll love it. We'll drop that tomorrow right here. So spinning class tomorrow, regular podcast on Friday, and Saturday spinning class is going to be about the Oscars, of course, which are Sunday, and we'll have movie songs on Saturday. So got some fun the next three days. All right, have yourself a great day. I'll see you back here tomorrow for the spinning class on Earth Day. Jess, tell them where they can find us. Well, that's a wrap. Reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Questions and comments, email us, minordetailpodcast at gmail.com. Want to get a hold of us? Need to let us know something? We want to know about it. Hit up our 24-hour hotline, 479-388-1638. That's 479-388-1638. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. A Minor Detail Podcast, copyright 2020, the Radio Voice Productions, LLC. I'm Jess, and I'm out.